Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. So I recently saw a quote that says, you can change what's going on around you when you can change what's going on within you. And I was thinking about how true that is because so often in our life, we're frustrated with what's around us or what's going on around us. And we want to have the power to change it. But the reality is, is that we live in a world of uncontrollables. We live in a world where sickness happens, frustrations happen, financial issues happen, emotional issues happen. We just find ourselves in all kinds of situations. And I think so many times it's not only our perspective that's in trouble, but we are actually just looking at the outward symptom a lot of times rather than understanding that it's not necessarily what we're seeing that's the problem, but it's how we're processing what we're seeing. And don't get me wrong, okay? If you know anything about my story, I've been through a lot of different things in my life that were uncontrollables, and that doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you, and it doesn't mean that some things are unfair or unbelievable or almost really unchangeable. But what I know is that whenever you have God in your life, he not only makes things into something that brings him glory, but he can actually make those uncontrollable, horrible, frustrating, or just dumb situations we face in our life into something beautiful. And you might not see it right now. You might not see it in five years. You might not even see it in your lifetime. But the great thing about God is that he will always work things together for our good. And it might not be the good that you want, but it will always be for the good of those that love him. That's what the Bible says. So the challenge today that I wanted to give you was if you've been like me and you've thought to yourself, man, I just wish I I could change this situation. I wish I could do something. I wish that, you know, I could move a mountain with the faith of a mustard seed like the Bible says, or or see miracles happen like we see in the Bible where the storms were stopped and and people were brought back to life. You know, I, I want to see that kind of stuff. But the crazy thing that I think a lot of times we don't connect in our life is that, you know, we hear this a lot, I think, because of popular songs in the past couple years, but it's really true. The same power that conquered death, the same power that brought Jesus back to life, the same power that not only brought him from the dead, but the power that gave us salvation lives in us. Because of the Holy Spirit, we don't have to take our lambs and goats and oxen and birds and whatever else to a temple or ask God for forgiveness by sacrificing a live animal or having relationship with him through a priest or through whatever. We can actually have communion, as the Bible calls it, or an intimate relationship with God and have forgiveness directly in a relationship uniquely with God because of the Holy Spirit. And you know, in the Bible, when Jesus came to the earth, we see that he had to get more 
understanding. He had to gain in wisdom. He had to gain in favor. And he had to get closer and call on the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit was working and active in his life. And that's one of the things that we hear him say to the disciples is that he's leaving us with the Holy Spirit. So we not only have, I like to think of it this way, okay? If I'm going to talk to my husband, if I'm going to talk to my dad, if I'm going to talk to my best friend or my sister or somebody that I love, right, that I have a relationship with, nowadays I got to use a cell phone. Now I can text or I can call them or even FaceTime them, um, but I have to use some type of communication device. And this might not be for you theologically sound, but for me, it helps me to understand what the role of the Holy Spirit is. So the Holy Spirit is like my cell phone to God. It's that connection piece directly to God that I can have that relationship, that I can have that guidance, that I can have that voice from God directly to me personally because of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. You know, in the Bible, it says that the Holy Spirit will remind you and bring things to your remembrance that you've been taught. So what that shows me is not only is the Holy Spirit like a cell phone in my life where I can communicate directly with God and have an intimate relationship, but he's kind of also like Google. (laughs) You know, like a lot of times in my life, I'll be sitting there and I'm like, what's that thing? Oh, what was it? Who's that person's name? Or what was that movie? Or, you know, even what was that quote or verse? And I can go Google it. You know, just like in your life, when you face hard times, when you go through a difficult season, when you engage with the Holy Spirit, When you take a moment before you change your perspective into something natural because of what things look like in the natural, but instead you engage your spirit, instead you focus on what the Holy Spirit wants to show you, he can bring to your remembrance things that you had forgotten, that God had poured into you, that God had spoken to you, that has been taught in your life. And he can even show you things and give you perspectives like you would have never even been able to come up with on your own. You see, your perspective is really powerful in your life because you're just, your perspective determines really how you're able to go in a certain direction. Because let me give you this example. If I have a perspective that everything's bad and everything's just going to keep getting worse, I just chose to see my life through a lens of negativity. And if I choose to continue to have a negative perspective, what do you think you're going to receive in life? You're going to receive negativity. Whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. It doesn't just, it, it's so funny to me because so many people think that it's only whatever good seeds I sow I'm going to reap. No, you reap every single seed that you've sown, negative or positive, because it's a promise from God when we sow seeds that they're going to come to harvest. And I want positive seeds in my life. And this is something that I struggle with at times because what things look like in the natural is not positive. So how am I going to be able to see the positive if that's not what things look like? If that's not my reality, how am I going to be able to see the positive? Well, let me just encourage you with this thought. Just like God created the world with his words, what if we started speaking and thinking and saying and believing positivity and positive things over our life instead of what things just look like in the natural because what they are in the natural, you're not having to fight for. Things are gonna happen by default all day. (laughs) But what's gonna happen by design in your life is when you choose to engage your spirit and you choose to be positive when you can be negative. And if God created the world with his words and we're supposed to be like him and he's given us that same power, then what we can come to the understanding of 
is that our words, which happen from our thoughts, create our world. So if you're not liking what's happening around you, if you're not liking what's happening in your life, that's an uncontrollable. Well, what's the one thing you can control? You can control how you respond. You can control what you think about it. You can control the type of thought process that you choose to have about it. You know, I can't even tell you how many studies I've read about people that have terminal diseases, terminal illnesses, even sometimes hereditary illnesses that have come through their family lines. And because of their words, because of their thoughts that made their words, that then created their actions, they beat the odds. You know, sometimes I think about odds. You know, people say it's a 4% chance. It's a 2% chance. You know, you only have a 20% chance of living. You only got about this percent chance. Well, I want to think about who were those people? Who were the 20%? Who were the 4% that made it? So often we're figuring out what's going wrong instead of looking at who did it right. Who who were that who who were those people in that 20% chance that made it and what was the differentiators in their life So many times if you look back at studies and research you will find that the number one key indicator that they see as a differentiator in the situation is positivity and perspective Now they had the same illness as all the other people who died But the one thing that changed their outcome was their thoughts, their actions, their words. You know, you can have, you can actually have a positive thought internally and it leads to a positive action externally. And you can have a negative thought internally and never realize that your negative outcome is happening externally because we're not controlling what's inside of us. You know, in Matthew 15, Jesus says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen and understand. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out out of their mouth, this is what defiles them. And the interesting thing is a couple verses down, He says, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. It's very interesting to me to think about this. So what this shows you is that we can, as humans, have this outward worship and have this outward teaching and have these outward words that aren't aligned in our heart. And God knows what's in our heart. He knows what goes on inside of us. And it's very, it's very rare that someone is saying something positive and feels negative because negativity and fear are one of the strongest things that we have in our life as a human, as the flesh. That's the number one thing that we go to. That's the strongest neural pathway in our brain to overcome. So it's very rare, unless someone's putting on a show like the Pharisees that were in Matthew 15 that were teaching scripture and weren't worshiping God with their actual heart, it's very rare that that's happening. But how often in our life do we want something to change? 
Do we want to see a different outcome? And yet we're not willing to change ourselves. We're not willing to change our mind or our heart. And somehow we get frustrated like, God, why aren't you changing my outcome? God, why aren't you changing my situation? God, why aren't you changing my circumstance? And God's sitting there trying to tell us, I'm trying to change you. I'm trying to change you in your circumstance so that your circumstance can change. Because you see, God is all powerful, but he's not going to just interrupt and intervene every single situation in our life. We have a part to play. And so this scripture in Matthew 15, when it says that these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. I think about times in my life where I knew the right things to say. I knew the right things to do on the outward view of what the world saw. But then it says they worship me in vain. Now, when does, when does our worship or our life, whenever we're going in the direction of what God has for us, become in vain? When it becomes about us, when it becomes about what we look like, how other people think about us, and it's no longer about God. It's no longer about honoring God. So when Jesus says to the crowd, listen and understand, first what he's saying there is he's saying, don't just hear me, digest what I'm saying so that it's useful for you. So listen and then use it. Listen and understand. What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them. So what happens to us in our life, what we eat, you know, back in the day, the Jewish culture had a lot of different rules on what you could eat. And this is talking a lot more about tradition and the laws in the Torah than it is something that we could relate to today, maybe, unless you're Jewish. But what this is talking about is what happens to us is not what defiles you. But what comes out of us, how we react, how we respond, how we look at life and choose to do our life based on what happens around us is what defiles us. And every single thing that was planted that was not planted by God will be rooted up. So what this shows me is that people can build businesses, people can build marriages, people could build Anything that you could think that would be a type of thing that you can build, relationships, businesses, um, I don't know, an overall look of how people see them. You could build this reputation, but if it has not been planted and founded on God and it's not genuine, it's not genuinely founded on God, it will be uprooted. It might not be now, it might not be in five years, but at some point it will be uprooted because it was not planted by God. You know, I get a lot of questions about this type of thing because of some of the things that I've been through. And I'm not going to go into that part of it today, but what I will tell you is that there are things that are God-ordained and there are things that we choose that we just want God to bless or we don't even consider him blessing because we want to go our way. If I could leave you with one last thought today, I just want to remind you of the quote that I mentioned in the beginning. It said, you can change what's going on around you when you change what's going on within you. What's going on inside of you today? What kind of thoughts are you having? Are they positive? 
Are they aligned with God's word? Are they going to create a type of world that you want to be a part of? Is it going to push towards you being able to plant things that are from God in your life? Or is it selfishly motivated, negative, flesh-driven, natural responses to what's happening in the uncontrollables in life? Because for me, I want to live a life not only of faith, but I want to live a life of fruit. And fruit will happen in your life with God. Those good seeds that you want to come to fruition will happen in your life. But just remember, they might not happen in the ways that you think. And they may not happen when you want them to. But with God, He is always faithful. So if you're having something that's in the uncontrollable today, if you have something going on in your world, or maybe you faced something in the past that you're still trying to process, I want to remind you that your perspective is a powerful thing. Because your perspective will really help direct where you're going in the future. And for me, I'm going to continually fight and not be perfect (laughs) because I'm not. But I'm going to fight to have a positive perspective, to have a perspective that's founded on God, where I involve the Holy Spirit, where I use my Holy Spirit cell phone, and I don't just think about God, but I talk to him, that I involve him, that I want his perspective. You know, in the Bible, it says his ways are higher, his thoughts are higher. And just remember in your life, if you want to go higher, if you want your thoughts to be higher, if you want your ways to be higher, it starts in the unseen It starts with your heart. It starts with where your heart and your mind are going. You see, it's the heart. It's the internal things that get us in trouble because that's what leads the external. So today, there's going to be things, you know, that you face maybe that are external that you can't control. But remember, you can control what happens in you. And that's going to determine what happens through you in the future. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. And don't forget to love fiercely. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at keelacraftambrose.com.